Hello, I'm Dr. Ling Huang, and in this episode, I will be discussing about bioenergetics. Why do living organisms need energy? We use energy for reproduction and repair of our cells and tissues, the growth and development of our muscles and bones, and in movement used in muscle contractions, as well as synthesis of biomolecules such as proteins and DNA. And many of the biochemical reactions in our body need energy. So what is bioenergetics? It is the storage, transfer, and use of energy in cells. And the main energy carrier in the cell is ATP. Did you know that our muscles use the most ATP when we are exercising, followed by our kidneys and heart? Even our brain uses equivalent amount of ATP as our liver to function. So what is ATP? It is an energy-carrying molecule called adenosine triphosphate. You can find ATP in the cells of all living organisms. ATP is generated from the breakdown and oxidation of fuels from our diet. This is called cellular respiration, which means that the cells take up oxygen and is then converted to carbon dioxide and water. In cellular respiration, carbohydrates are broken down to glucose, fats to fatty acids, and proteins to amino acids, and this all takes place in the cell cytoplasm. These molecules are then converted to acetyl-CoA, which then enters the citric acid cycle in the mitochondria, where they are then completely oxidized to CO2. Electrons lost are then transferred to oxygen in the electron transport chain, and then used to generate ATP in a process called oxidative phosphorylation. So how does ATP carry so much energy? ATP contains three negatively charged phosphate groups, which uses a lot of energy to be held together. When a phosphate group is released in a hydrolysis reaction, ATP is then converted to ADP, which is adenosine diphosphate containing only two phosphate groups. This phosphate bond is then broken and the Gibbs free energy of negative 7.3 kilocal calories per mole is then released from each phosphate. This type of reaction is called an exergonic reaction, where it is a spontaneous chemical reaction and energy is released and the Gibbs free energy is negative. But if the Gibbs free energy is positive, the reaction is non-spontaneous, which means that it requires energy to occur and is called an endergonic reaction. The overall Gibbs free energy for a coupled reaction would then be the sum of Gibbs free energy for each reaction step to determine if it is an overall spontaneous or non-spontaneous reaction. Catabolic processes are exergonic reactions. These are processes that break down fuels in cellular respiration and release energy. An example of this type of reaction is glycolysis, where carbohydrates are broken down to glucose and finally to carbon dioxide and water. On the other hand, for anabolic processes, they are endergonic reactions. These are reactions that build biomolecules for the cell and require energy. 
An example of this type of reaction is the synthesis of proteins from amino acids and lipids from fatty acids and glycerol. So both catabolism and anabolism reactions are termed as metabolism. And the three main purposes of metabolism are conversion of food to energy to run cellular processes, the conversion of food to building blocks for proteins, lipids, nucleic acids, and carbohydrates, the main biomolecules in the cell, and as well as the removal of metabolic wastes.